0: so you two uh dig wow. up dinosaurs yeah <laughs> dig you dinosaurs um drink it smells amazing Cha- Hold on, this is real interesting. Charm City Mead Works. It's called oh, the Reti- mead. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> retired by the fire or retired by the fire. Now I don't know. Um, I don't know if this is like official mead. It says draft mead. I mean, it certainly tastes like, but it's like carbonated and everything. I've had mead before, and it's more like drinking honey almost, or like a, like a white wine. Mm-hmm. But listen to this. The ingredients. I'm listening. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> Water. Wow. Honey. Whoa. Yeast. <laughs> Cocoa nibs. No way. Vanilla beans. Sweet. Cloves. No. Potassium metabisulfite. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I know everything was great until that last preservative. But taste it. Let me know what you think. Mm. <laughs> that sounded good. That's good. Mmm. I love it. It's almost cidery. Doesn't it taste like something you've had before? I can never put my. It tastes like chocolate covered cherries or something. Honestly, to me, it tastes like um, that organic cider, Sam, yeah, Sam whatever. Uh, Sam Smith? <laughs> I, I think, think so. Sam Smith. Is it? I think so. Okay. I know what you're talking about. All right. <clears throat> you like it? Yeah, it's good. Good. I thought you might. I have to give a shout out to Corey. Rerick. No. Oh. <coughs> <laughs> to, um, so we went to uh, we went to Terrace hometown and went skiing for the first time. Which just so, great. I, can't so wait I can t- to ask you about i this. can tell you about that yes but uh there is a hidden gem of a restaurant in bradford called kebabs at the option house is it shawarma right. it's <clears throat> so their their main chef is a guy by the name of Icky. Mm-hmm. and he's been all over the world and you know has all has experienced all kind of different culinary traditions and you know cultures and everything but the and, real question is has he been on chopped I don't know. Probably, <laughs> probably not, but he could, he should be. Okay. Because you know me. I like trying new things everywhere. Mm-hmm. Tara told me it's the best curry she's ever had. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's in Bradford. <laughs> and it's the best curry I've ever had. Yeah. Like there's not even a close second here. And we're in Atlanta. We have access to every kind of food in the world. Mm-hmm. And probably only about 50 places that we could get Indian. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. Wow. And I have – this stuff is life-changing. Yeah. But anyways, <clears throat> Corey was a great server for us that evening. Um, he hooked me up because I wanted to pick up the tab. And I caught him in the hallway and I was like, I want to pay for this, okay. not for Dad. So yeah. he hooked me up. Thank you, Corey. Really appreciate you and the great service. And – How much was the meal? I'm not disclosing. That. Oh. And the other funny thing was we got free drink chips from the people sitting next to us because they are terrorist neighbors. And I asked him, I just – for my second drink, I said, whatever I, you can do with this chip – I'll just have any bourbon, whatever you have you know, basically. I'm drink buying. chip? It's basically just a free drink, drink, drink bond. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I said, Why are they chips though? It's cool. It's just like a little thing they do, like a token. Yeah, oh. a token. Sure, that's actually kind of cool. I'm into. It's that. amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. great. So, anyways, I, I just said whatever bourbon you can give me for this this token, just neat, or Ooh. you know, I, I don't know if I said rocks or whatever. He brings me back uh, a glass like this size, like a decent old size or old fashioned size glass, and it was just filled with woodford reserve oh, i was nice. ecstatic about Yeah, it. woodford's a good bourbon it was very good so wanted to do that shout out to Corey, and then uh yeah obviously I'm, you told him about the podcast yes i did <laughs> i said listen for episode 47 i left him a business card so nice. hopefully he's waiting uh just on waited waiting with bated breath that's ah, what i was looking for good stuff so ski so you went skiing yeah and this is your first time Yes. I had my <laughs> first ski, ex- before you go into yours, I had my first ski experience about three years ago now, two mm-hmm. or three years ago, in Ohio. That's weird. Yeah. It's, it's, everybody thinks of Ohio as a pretty plainy, flat, flat. state, yeah. which it. I basically was skiing on a hill. Like yeah. A, just an enlarged hill. Yeah. But I mean, it was enough. still enough. I mean, there was a black diamond that I did go down on my second second day. And I basically pizzaed the whole way down. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Because I was freaked out and I couldn't cut enough yet. But I was getting okay at it. Um, I, I mean, within two hours, I was going down squares, which is the second. Like there's green diamond, blue square, black diamond. does it work? Something along those lines. Green circle, blue squirrel, blue square. Beginner. Yeah. And then you have blue, blue square, intermediate, and then you have black diamond, which is like hard. And then double double black diamond is like. Extra. And right. then there's, like, some triple black diamonds, too, that yeah, people, like, are yeah. will die on, basically. Right. Okay, yeah. yeah. So did you do a, a black diamond, by chance? Uh, when I went snowboarding. Okay. There was a time... I went snowboarding years ago. Seriously, mm-hmm. probably, like, a decade ago. And my friend I was with <clears throat> convinced me to go down a black diamond. That did not last long. Wiped out hard. And then I <laughs> luged the rest of the way. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was yeah. terrified. So yeah. that was great. But I, I have been told that skiing is easier, comparatively. And... I agree with that. Okay. Now that I'm done. Mm -hmm. But I will say that the first hour Mm -hmm. was very frustrating Mm -hmm. because you and I are similar like this. If there's something that we are not doing well at physically, Mm -hmm. it really bothers me. Like I get really bent out of shape and upset about it. Mm -hmm. And Tara was being very patient. Like she wasn't upset. She was being patient with me being so mad. Are you a good skier, Tara? I'd like to think of myself as an able skier. Yes, <laughs> I think that's a very... She never fell. Okay. so I mean, And she I'm knows not- how to stop properly and everything. I don't go down the Black Diamonds. I don't enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I enjoy just skiing in general. Yeah. So, I think it's, I'm an able skier. I'm not... I didn't enjoy the Black Diamond that I went down, but I was enjoying all the squares that I was doing. I was like, okay, these are fun. I'm not worried right now, and I can do them. Tara, I'm getting some speed. I would say Tara is a full-blown, casual, intermediate-level skier. <laughs> okay. That is exactly what she is. Right? Was. She's the average yeah, skier. Yeah, she couldn't be more average. It was perfect. But anyways... anyways I did. I have a lot. Of, I had a lot of fun with it. The best thing is the first time that we got to the top of the bunny hill. You know, Tara just <clears throat> did her best to give me some instructions, but you, you got to just do it at some point. Mm-hmm. And I started going down the bunny hill, and I was like a Chevy Chase in in Christmas Vacation, like <sighs> just started going down real fast. Could not get the feel for how to stop, and I went nonstop. All the way to the bottom, full speed. Like, in on my first time ever. And I literally just dove to the left at the end, because I didn't know how to stop. And I was like, well, I'm going to kill other people and myself. So I just dove. And, you know, the next time, Tara tried to do a little bit more, I guess, you know, instructing or coaching with me. And I struggled mightily. So you said pizza, which I think is kind of gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, snowplow <laughs> yeah. this is a better way of saying it for uh-huh. me. And I tried the snowplow breaking. And I could not, it wasn't clicking with me. Like I wasn't digging enough or spreading enough, something like that. And finally, after maybe in a, you know, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours, something like that, we took a little break. We FaceTimed her brother and his boyfriend. Wow. Her brother and his (laughs) girlfriend. (laughs) It's a weird, weird Freudian slip. And I pounded the rest of my Woodford Reserve that I brought in these mini flasks. There was at least three more shots in there. Just pounded all of it. Got a big coffee. Went back to the bunny hill. Suddenly, everything just clicked. You just, your inhibitions were probably a little bit less. Well, definitely. And the other thing that helped was, I don't, and this isn't Tara's fault. It's just something that I would tell people who have never skied before. And you're just trying to learn how to stop. For me, it's all in your heels. Mm. It's not about focusing on pointing your toes inward. It's about focusing on pointing your heels outward mm-hmm. and as soon as i kicked my heels out mm-hmm. i'd like to stop immediately mm-hmm. like as you know you really commit to it though you can feel it in your legs so the whole rest of the night i was totally fine i went down multiple uh hills no black diamonds but we did the the circles the squares and, and i was great you know i wiped out a couple of times but nothing serious and there were the majority of it, I was snow plowing, but there were times when I let myself go really fast knowing it was going to end poorly, and it was great. <laughs> yeah. I had a blast. I actually... I can't wait to do it again. I got a lot, like, once I got used to it after a few hours, I was much better at stopping skid stopping. Like, I could... Do, I, like, the skid stopping, I understood... For some yep. reason, it clicked very easily for me. I don't know why. I was doing fine. But um, how how were your ankles the next day? My ankles what what was hurting the next day? Was there anything hurting? The next day, not very bad at all. Okay. The second day, my calves were mm. pretty sore. Yeah. Cuz you're like kind of always up on your you're like always standing on Not heels. only not only that, but when you walk around in those godforsaken boots, it, I don't know, there's just so much stress on on those muscles. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, it, but it was great. I'm I'm really looking forward to being able to do it again, but it was a it was a great trip and uh if you guys haven't found out yet, we don't have a topic where we're today. <laughs> oh, okay. Continue. Um, I went down a hill one time, and I was I purposefully picked up a ton of speed and uh, got to the bottom. And it was, like, one of my first real routes. And I remember thinking, okay, I'm just going to stop when I get to the bottom. And I, like, panicked when I got to the very bottom. Right. And instead of stopping or skid stopping or pizzaing, I just flew off the hill. Like, mm. I just went through the track and went down a big ass hill. So, anybody who's like behind me just sees me just disappear down a hill. And I went like, I probably fell like 50 feet down this hill before I, I just like rolled over and I was just like, okay. And then, like, uh, I'm looking up while I'm laying on the ground and I'm like worried <laughs> that I'm hurt or something. And about four or five people, I just see their heads peek over top of the hill and they're like, are you okay? Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. My pride hurts, but oh yeah, that, I'm fine. That, that's a hard thing to to get past, especially for you and me. But no, not only would nobody know who you are, anyways, but you're so dressed up. I mean, you're completely unidentifiable. <laughs> it's it's so ridiculous to be self conscious mm-hmm. doing something like that. But oh, and on top of everything else, I ran into people I knew from high school. Oh, you did? How weird is that? How in at Holiday in... Oh my God, Holiday Valley, New York. Okay. Uh, they did you were... give him a Craft Heads podcast business card? No, nah, I, I haven't <laughs> talked to them in years. But okay. but it was cool, just you know, seeing somebody. It's you know, small world, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's that was that. Okay, that's that's fun. Yeah, um, I have a mini video game topic. Yes, please. That's really hot button right now. Oh yeah, that is that is good. Apex Legends uh-huh. came out, and it is taking the world by storm, just like all the other ones did when they came out. Well, I would say. Definitely, like, well, there's been a few that I would have said, wow, these ones are pretty popular. Um, I I wish I could remember the names right now, but I remember, like, just my Twitch watching days are vast these days. Yeah. And uh, every time a new Battle Royale came out, like, all the Twitch streamers would be playing those games. But Apex Legends is made by EA. So it's the first AAA Battle Royale that's come out. I, I mean, some would argue that Epic, who created Fortnite was a triple-A developer, but they weren't until... they Definitely like, COD, too, but this is yeah. a core Battle Royale. Oh, yes. Yeah. True. true, true, true. Differentiation. And also, even, even COD is just a little weird. Like, playing it, I've played them all now, and they're just... None of them have been as fluid as Apex, and Apex is very fluid. Everybody's loving it. It's free. It's better than Fortnite, and... Almost, I would say, 9 out of 10 people I've talked to his opinion, they're like, Apex is so much better than Fortnite. And also, I think Fortnite was dying out. But... Do you like it more? I do. Yeah. And I do. I love wow. it. I think it's really fun. I think you need to play it. Um, But they don't have dances. They don't have Fortnite dances. That's what made Fortnite like so mainstream, and that's why everybody knew about it, is because kids are going to like baseball games and doing the floss. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, where'd you learn that? A Fortnite, huh? Yeah. And Ninja, the Twitch streamer, became famous. Who, by the way, Ninja was in a Super Bowl commercial. Wow. A video game Kill streamer me. was in a Super Bowl commercial with million... I mean there's this one commercial right before halftime where there were probably 50 athletes, 50 well-known football athletes and some other sport athletes like I think there was a few boxers in it. But he was in the beginning, he like served a piece of toast to one of the to like it might have been like Antonio Brown or something and they were like who's who's ninja and then five people in the beginning of the commercial are like, oh, that's ninja. He plays video games. He's a Fortnite streamer on national TV in front of multi, multi million people. So now his name is just it's yeah. a household name. Everybody yeah. knows who he is. Yeah, that's that's pretty wild, man. That's that's probably the biggest boon or coup that he's ever gonna get. Mm. I mean, it doesn't get any bigger than that in terms of advertising, obviously. Right, and uh and they just had a the first uh Twitch rivals, which is a big streaming platform tournament for Apex, and uh, Ninja and his team actually won it. So he might end up being a really good Apex streamer. Yeah. I, I don't see anybody streaming Fortnite now these this last week since yeah. Apex came out. Yeah, I guess not. That's that's kind of crazy. So that being said, uh, I proposed you to download it so we could play a couple games. I know you're a little worried because you don't want to have another Vice. Yeah, but uh, Tara. Maybe you'll want to download it. She won't play it without me. <laughs> what kind of? Oh, it, by the way, first person shooter. It's or it a first it? person battle royale, so it's Fortnite, but it, you you're from first person, and it it's the only, uh, the only game type is threes. It's twenty teams of three, so sixty players. Yeah, that's it. You can't play solos. You can't play duos. no dubs, no quads. It's trios. It's just trios. Yeah. See, now this is a an age-old thing that I have struggled with in trying to explain to people. And maybe you'll be different. The first example that I can think of was Destiny. I really like that drink, by the way. Isn't it? It's so drinkable, man. <laughs> you know. I wish I had more. I only had one left. Destiny. What about it? Tons of people mm-hmm. tried to get me to play it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you'll love it. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> That's why I don't want to play it. Right. And it's, it's I don't, I could never convince certain people of, of why my opinion made sense and that is because there's nothing objectively valuable to be gleaned from playing Destiny or Fortnite or Apex or any other online multiplayer game that has nothing to do with, there's no story, there's no substance to it. It's just an online multiplayer game that you enjoy playing, which mm-hmm. that in and of itself might be enough reason for somebody. I have enough other things in my life that, I, I, it's not if for me to pick up Apex Legends and fall in love with it and become addicted. That will take time away from other things. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's nothing else I want to take time away from. And if I start playing that, I know I'm going to love it, and I know I'm going to want to play it more. And I am actively just saying no to that. Mm-hmm. That's 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 about it. That's and that's fun. happened with a ton of different games for me. My argument to you is, uh, for example, an, another game like Destiny. Yeah. If you're going to pick up Destiny, you're committing an hour of your time to that game. Because you're like, okay, I'm going to do a quest. Mm-hmm. Just like World of Warcraft. You're like, I'm going to do a quest. Which is basically, for people who don't know, that's like a, a quick storyline. It's it's a goal that you can yeah. that you don't want to stop in the middle of doing. Right. And you're you, going to do it all at once. You you have to do it all at once, pretty much. Yeah. Um, to be able to save or whatnot. Uh, Apex, you can pick up. And play one game. And a full game, by the way, of Apex probably takes half the time of Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, it's like 20 minutes max. Right. Because the teams are shorter. And if you die, you're like, you, you put 10 minutes into it. And then you're like, I don't like it. Done. Or but- if you win, then you can play another one. And then if you really like it, you play a few more. But I don't see you putting an addictive amount of time into it. I never thought of that about Fortnite. And it's all I did for like two months. But it, it- was also because you and tara that was the way you guys bonded. I know but even I mean we we did it after we had bonded. You know that that started because we were living apart at first. We mm-hmm. never would have done it otherwise. And I'm just saying I think pragmatically that's not how it would happen with Apex Legends. I wouldn't pick it up and say I'm going to play one game and then put it down. That's just not what would happen. Mm-hmm. I would become engrossed with it and then it would be a new in your words it's it I view it as a vice. Mm-hmm. Like I just I just don't want to. I don't want to play it. Okay. There, I said it. No! I wish I wouldn't have talked to you about it, because now I feel like you're going to hold true w- to your word. I wouldn't have stumbled across it Yeah. otherwise. So you didn't do any damage. And I'm not saying I won't play it. I'm just saying I actively don't want to play it. Okay. Well, that to, to each their own. I'll I'll let you. I appreciate that. Nobody has ever been so accepting of that theory. <laughs> it's Just no it's like yeah, well, sometimes people don't want to do things. And I don't want to. I don't want to make it sound like I've been addicted to it by any means. I yeah. played like two hours of it. Yeah. Since it came out last week, I played mm-hmm. an hour the first day I played it, and I played an hour with my brother last night because yeah. I mean him. Me, Gino and I set up gaming times, like, once during a week. I'm like, hey, do you want to... I love it. Uh, well, actually, I've been, I've been texting him and saying, and I, I know he listens to these, so he'll appreciate this. I said, do you want to practice for DreamHack? Which is, DreamHack is a video game convention coming to Atlanta yeah. at the end of this year. And Gino and I are going to play in a doubles tournament, Rocket League.
1: Nice! In, at DreamHack.
0: I told, him, I told him, I'm buying you a plane ticket. I'm going to buy you tickets to DreamHack. That. You come here for the weekend. We'll hang out, get some food and we're going to go to DreamHack and we're going to kill it. So Dude, when is that? It's in November. I got to come hang. Yeah. You got to come hang in CG. Yeah. And you can come too. I think t- like single day tickets are like 30 bucks and you yeah, can just see I'm, all the nerds and everything. And and throw craft head's business block. Yeah. <laughs> craft heads business podcasts and people god kill me cards can't speak that's what i was getting you're gonna throw the podcast at people yes <laughs> hey you know what speaking of business cards uh yeah. i in order for me to do anything i have to say it on air and then i'm held accountable for it okay i'm gonna print a new round of business cards and i was thinking i wanted to bounce this off you um i'm gonna get rid of there's a lot of text plus we don't have like half those you know social accounts and everything I'm just going to have the symbols. Mm-hmm. I feel like having a Spotify symbol on there will be helpful. Yeah. And an Apple podcast. Yeah. It's going to be Crash podcast, symbols, yeah. and then email and Patreon. Hey, did you have a story about our childhood that you wanted to bring up? It's not about our childhood. I was, I was just thinking about maybe like us telling a story or two every, maybe every episode, maybe every other or whatever, only because I got a lot of positive feedback about, the end specifically of last week's episode from several people about your ball sack well yeah just about the people remember seeing your ball sack at some point and being like you do have a nice ball sack it looks like bubblegum bubblegum no the it's <laughs> oh just <my> <laughs> the ridiculousness of 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 said story i do have one that i would argue is more ridiculous oh no okay oh wait can i but guess yeah does it have to do is it you and i together no okay i have one of us together that we can talk about Okay, who you want to go first? No, you go because you you brought it up. But I'll I'll we'll end with mine. It's obviously another penis story. <laughs> Mine's pseudo penis story, okay. but we'll go into it. I think I've told you this before, but you know, just bear with me for the escuchadores. That's what they're called this week. Listens, listeners, <laughs> okay, for the listeners, okay. So this was when I was living alone in Atlanta. I had moved down here. Maybe the first, you know, when Tara just shot me a look. oh god this was like the first year or two and i was down uh in my in my apartment on a i think it was on a weekend playing video games whatever probably had my robe on or not who knows and i did i do happen to remember that i had uh some very like old loose fitting boxers Mm -hmm. on and which is rare (laughs) 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 and you wearing old, loose-fitting boxers is rare? No, just wearing anything on my lower half of my body oh, okay. when I'm home and I don't have to. Okay. And I hear a knock on the door. Mm-hmm. And again, this is on the weekend. So I I walk over to the door, open the door, and it's this uh, UPS delivery man. Mm-hmm. And right off the bat, he's kind of aloof <laughs> Okay. and weird. I mean, like, a, within a second of opening the door, he was giving me these weird vibes I'm just like, all right. I was like, hey, what's going on, man? And he's like, uh, I have a package. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, you know, no problem. Can I just make a quick tangent, real quick? Sure. And we'll bring people back to the story. Yeah. When I was in the house waiting for you guys to get home, yeah, uh, there was a knock at the door, and I went, what? <laughs> <laughs> Thinking that you guys wanted me to come to the door, and I went to the door to get Tara's package, <laughs> and the delivery guy mm-hmm. was just standing there, and he was like walking away, and I was like, oh. Uh, Did you say you. something? I was like, oh th- thank <laughs> you. I know I didn't even say thank <laughs> you. I said, oh, I appreciate it. I didn't say sorry, oh, thank you. It. I just said just I appreciate yelling it. it. He's probably gonna shit in a box and deliver <laughs> it to us next time. What? I, I, it is definitely another delivery man story. Okay, your your delivery man yep. was aloof and you so, hey, yeah, he's, I have a package he's act, for you. He's acting very awkward. Well, as it turns out I had a package for him uh-huh. because <laughs> I signed for the package and everything. I hand it back. And at this point, he's like averting. He's like, not look. He won't make eye contact with me. I'm like, what What the fuck is this guy's problem? And I looked down and my penis was hanging out of the boxers. And I had no idea. You had no idea that your dick was just. This poor, poor guy. You know, he probably thought I had somebody in there and they made a bet that I wouldn't answer the door, you know, (laughs) with. And nope. Just. Utterly clueless. And when I looked down, I was like, I... You probably went flush red. Uh, I was I was so mortified, not for myself, for that guy. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe I just put that guy through that situation. <laughs> that was one of the m- most inadvertently embarrassing things I've ever done. Inadvertent embarrassment. Yeah. it's good stuff. Yeah, well, that, that was funny. We did something, probably now looking back on it, where... I wouldn't even no. I'm not embarrassed about it. This was this was a deserved thing that you and I did mm-hmm. back when I lived at the condos that we mentioned the yes. last. You know what story this yes. is already. All right, Tara. Maybe Tara hasn't heard this, so at least we can get a one genuine reaction. It's worth retelling. Uh Alex and I were hung out all the time back at these apartment. This was it was. They were condos. They were duplexes that I lived in. A mm-hmm. a uh, Complex of duplexes. Same ones that we rode to after last episode's ending. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and I had a, a go-ped, which was, people might know what a moped is, but I had a go-ped, which was a scooter, kind of like a lime or a bird that you see on the side of the road. But this was when, before they had electric scooters, it was gasoline-powered. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to drive it to the gas station Fill it up with a gallon of gas, and I'd get, like, you know, maybe 10 miles out of it before I had to switch it up. And it was loud. It was very loud. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can imagine gasoline-powered anything are, like, kind of annoyingly loud. It was like a mega lawnmower. Yeah. So, um, I would drive this around the complex all the time. I mean, it was, like, one of my favorite toys of all time. And uh, Alex and I were hanging out. I think we were just down at the bottom of my complex, just driving it around over by the pool area. And a mother who was out tanning, uh, this was like maybe a Saturday, midday. I mean, this wasn't a weird hour, Saturday midday, we were Alex and I were driving the the GoPad around, and a mother of one of our friends was down there. And friends in quote. I'm putting friends in quote. We I'm knew not gonna this mention person. any names. Yeah, we yeah, knew yeah. Yeah. who she was, and she was clearly uh inebriated. inebriated. Oh mojo. Nice. And <laughs> She was drunk, yeah, <laughs> and she was like harassing us. And then I think I said something off collar to her. I was like, I- "Is there an issue?" Like I, oh, yeah. you know, I. She was yelling at us to like <laughs> get off, and I was like, "What's the problem?" Or some. Or I said something, you know, as a teenager would. And she said, Do you remember I I always have to tell you what she Cause said. I can never remember. Tommy it. always wore this grungy, uh, well, it wasn't grungy, but it, it was a it was a pit hat yeah. for the Pit Panthers. And I overwore the shit out he of it. He always wore it. And she just goes, This this is an old wrinkly piece of shit orange leathery woman in her fifties at least, yeah. talking to innocent teenagers. She goes, Go get your white hat dirty, you faggot <laughs> And we were dying. Like I mean, we thought it was shit. funny as yeah. hell, yeah. but we were also like, what a bitch. Yeah, what a bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. what's the big deal? So Alex and I were like, all right, understandably, we, we drove away. I mean, I think we kept playing on the toy, but we went away <laughs> from her. We came back down to the pool later because we just hung, hung out down there a lot. There was yep. a tennis court, a basketball court, whatever. <laughs> and we see... That this woman, where she was sitting, had a suntan lotion bottle that she had left down there. So Alex and I thought of a way to get back at her. We took the suntan lotion bottle (laughs) and pissed at it. And now hold on. Individually. (laughs) No! Escuchadores, listen. Escucha. Escucha. Escuchadores, escucha. I took it into the bathroom. And I pissed in it. Mm. And I was like, ha ha, I shook it up. Alex took it out of my hands, <laughs> went to the bathroom, pissed on top of my piss yeah. in the bottle. Yeah. And then we put it right back down where it was. Yep. So we, to this day, we do not know if that bottle was used. We sure hope but so. But we have a lot of fond memories of imagining what this woman did whenever she finally went back down Wiping to... hot piss on herself. <laughs> and she's like, wow, this is pretty oily suntan lotion. Why pretty, isn't it sticking on me? Pretty stinky, too. <laughs> <laughs> Smells I mean, like asparagus. Yeah, I funk. hope I had asparagus that day. <laughs> you know, one last St. Martinique story, and then we'll wrap it oh, up. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, so, we are horrible children, in a good way. <clears> We're yeah, the best horrible children. I, I agree with that. So I... Have you heard that story before, Tara? I remember parts of it but i don't know about the whole p <laughs> yes it was it was legendary yeah well we i think i invented this or i might have with my brother we invented the money game mm-hmm. so basic all it, it, you can play with any item you can play you can put a modern 2019 twist on it and play with an iphone you can play with, what you know, any type of ball, soccer ball, basketball, baseball. You can play bottle with can and Literally any object. But we just called it the money game. And we did it a lot in track with tennis balls just because they were around. It was perfect. It's so funny that I knew exactly what what this story was. Yeah. And you knew my story. We know it within the first three words I, it's of on every story. Yep. Because this is probably the most legendary thing that ever happened but the money game. And it goes to show how desperate you get when you <laughs> play this game. But... There, it's it's an honor system. You throw an item of any kind and you just call out a price with it. And if somebody catches it, that you owe them that money. Yeah. And it's it's serious that you don't say uh, $100 and throw it and somebody catches like, it. Like I can drop this on the ground right here and say a million dollars. Yeah. Well, which is – I I think I wound up instituting a rule if you say a million, it defaults to 100 or something. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I actually made a rule sheet I had <laughs> saved somewhere because okay. it, it was a big deal during track season because I'd get like 10 people to play with me out in the middle of the track. Everybody's – nobody's practicing and we're just throwing tennis balls at each other and the coaches were probably like, what the fuck is going on? But anyways um, – You know, it's very common for you to do one, two, three dollars, five dollars. Like it's a big one if it's ten or twenty or whatever. And you know, sometimes you do these crazy dives and these hilarious things because you don't realize what a pathetic little dancing monkey you are until somebody waves money in your face, (laughs) and you'll you'll risk hurting yourself. (laughs) Well. Tommy, we were playing down at the basketball courts at these same condos one time. We had a friend of ours over, Tyler Jones. <laughs> Ty and, Joe. Yeah, Ty Joe. We were we were throwing all these balls and rocks and God knows what else. And jokingly, at least you know, you would assume it was a joke, there's these huge con like like concrete rocks that are just part of the decor around the basketball court. And Tommy The size of a brick, at least. At least the size of a brick. Yeah. And Tommy, you know, spreads his legs and is holding this with two hands and reaches down and then heaves it up into the air. And he's like, oh, $10, whatever. <laughs> and Tyler Jones runs over to catch this thing and fractures his hand. Trying to catch this boulder. and it just it makes you again realize how stupid we are. Like, oh, ten dollars, that's worth actually really hurting myself. I mean, it a rock coming down stat fast, you don't realize how much momentum is behind it. Oh my and God, I, yeah. I still to this day, Remember, I was directly underneath the basketball hoop when I threw it, and he was, like, mid-court or whatever. (laughs) Running for his life to catch it. And he ran to catch it, and then, I mean, he didn't even, like, slow this thing down. It just, like, ripped through his hands on the way down. Yeah, And then he was, like, like, instantly, like, was holding his hands, and I was like, oh, Ty, why'd you go for that? And then all of a sudden, he's crying, sprinting back up to his house. And And he didn't get the money. No, He didn't catch it. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) he was $10 down. Yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah he his parents actually wound up incurring that in insurance costs, no doubt. Yeah, but yeah, money game. It was a good game. It was fun, then. I, least, and we, we still every once in a while play it. Yeah, because we have Tommy and I have an ongoing honor system agreement. If we ever do that, the game is always active. Mm-hmm. So find a couple friends and institute that rule, and it is a blast. Yeah, and something normally happens where Alex will in the very beginning of the game, or I for that for that matter will throw a pretty easy accidental $20 one yeah, or something. Yeah, or even 10 bucks. And somebody will catch it. And then we have this unspoken agreement also. If you really are in the hole, yeah. the other person gives you a couple easy $5 yeah, ones. Yeah, you don't have to, but it's <laughs> it's in good taste. It's yeah. frowned upon to catch like a really accidental easy 20 or $50 and then be like, all right, pay me. Like. <laughs> You you know you you throw the person a bone and maybe you reduce that debt by forty or fifty percent. But that's when we're good friends to each other. Hey, yeah. we, you know what we've done on this podcast? We've talked about dicks. Yeah, we have talked about betting. Uh-huh. We have talked about video games, uh-huh. and we talked about skiing. Uh uh-huh. huh. Skiing a, is an outlier. Though. Should we talk about sex? You can. Let's let's end the podcast. You'll have to get used to talk to Malcolm. Uh, so you two um, big up, big up dinosaurs.